already know in the hago, it's the Ruger Sprayer here. Another edition of Cuts Podcast via Floss Magazine. Shout out to Floss Magazine as I'm a contributor with Floss Magazine. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely happy to start off with this Women's Month Honor Series. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the women that are doing what they do in this culture, in this urban, is the technology and sports. You know what I'm saying? Definitely had to get this lovely lady here fellow podcaster you know media personality she's doing what she do i got taylor c in the building of of, of the chronicles of she what's good what's going on hey what's good happy friday happy friday happy everything you know what i'm saying just uh definitely a big ups you know to you of what you're doing thus far as a creative you know what i'm saying definitely hit you up via social media you know what i'm saying as i continue <laughs> to want to link up and and cross brand with many podcasters as we do this thing here with creativity and everything. Also too, as a woman, you know, to highlight you, you know, for what you've done, you know, so definitely let's get get right. Let's get right into it. Let's chop into it. What's, what's been the latest with you? What's going on? How's everything going? How did you pivot? Cause here on cuts, you know, season two of cuts, we talking about pivoting, you know what I'm saying? How, how did you pivot, you know, from 2020 to now with 2021, what you got in store? Wow, that's a very great question. Well, first, I would like to say thank you for honoring me and also for women for Women's History Month. That's very big for me as well. Oh my goodness, um, it's been a long way, but I won't say it was easy, but the journey is worth it. As I learned every day in this business as a podcaster and as a woman, that it's the journey is what makes you who you are and what makes you grow as a person and as a podcaster and for me as a woman because my quote for the week is be the woman that you want to be in the future so I'm taking steps every other day to make sure that I am the woman of my future and it feels good um so you also would like my backstory yeah yeah definitely take us into it like take us what you know what made you do podcasting and as well as you know what you know were the trials and tribulations that you went through that you turn negatives into positives. Take us into that. Definitely. Oh, you got water, or in this case, you have Hennessy, because we've got chapters to go. Oh, I mean, hey, listen, we got we got some time. I mean, you know, let's let's really okay. get into it. You know. Okay. Sure. Well, I grew up an only child of my mom and my grandmother. I was raised primarily by two women. Okay. My mom, she was, my mom was a single hardworking woman, still is to this day. I, I basically, I hold her in high regard for my work ethic. Right. And so, and my father for my love of music, but growing up as a creative, it wasn't always easy and well with what I have. See, I'm not only a black woman. I also, I'm a black woman with, um, with a learning disability. I was diagnosed with autism at the age oh. of 17 years old. Yes. So for years, for a couple, like for a long time, my mother didn't know what I had. At first, they wanted to diagnose me with ADHD, but it still kept coming up like, okay, she doesn't have this. She doesn't have that. So for years, they jumped off of different disabilities. Like first it was maybe she has ADD or maybe she's bipolar or maybe she's just I'm not going to use the R word because I don't like it. But yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. My mom, but yeah. But my mom, she never stopped looking for like reasons why she took me to different specialists. 
And when we finally found what was going on, I didn't like the answer that I got, but it was the answer that I got. But with what the doctor was telling me, it's like, she's not going to be able to, she's not going to be able to go to college. She's very well behind. If you had her diagnosed at a later period, she, she, she would have been, she would have had help. And I was very angry. I was at Mm. a point at 17 years old, like I was ready to just give up on everything because I had a very tough year Mm. being a 17 year old. And after I heard the diagnosis, I, I kid you not, I walked out that door, I slammed it. And I'm just like, uh, can I cuss? Yeah, yeah, you good? Okay, I I basically. I mean, so, mind, do you, do you not know the host? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to make sure. I just want to. Oh sure. yeah, I mean, if you if you know I, the I host, also, I also cuss on my show. I also cuss yeah, on my if, show. If you know well. the host, I, I mean, you know, there's no there's no real filter. I mean, there, there's a filter at times, but I'm just saying, no, right. it, if it's natural, it comes with it. Cool. If you don't force it, if, you know, it is what it is. I basically, well, when I got the diagnosis and the man, the man told me, he's like, I'm sorry if I offended you. And I looked at him like, fuck you, Ah. fuck you, fuck everybody in this room, except my mother. I walked out, I slammed that door. I was, I had tears in my eyes Mm. and my, my mind was pretty much set Mm. that I'm going to, I'm going to drop out of school. I'm done. There's really nothing for me. Mm. I can't live up to my potential now that I have what I have, but Luckily, one of the teachers, because at the time I was at a, pro- I was at a program for right. um, trade, it was like for trades and I was studying um, social, I was basically a part of a, a social work, um, a social work club, but okay. not club class, excuse me. And the, um, the, the teacher found me, she, she talked to me, she sat down, she talked to me. I didn't really give her too much detail about right. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Then well, they found my mom. Well, my mom, she found me and she asked me like, you okay? I said, I'm fine. I want to get the heck out of here. Right. I want to get, a, I want to get out of here. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that doctor. But we went back in, we saw the doctor, mm-hmm. the therapist was there. And I just looked, I'm just like, can we go? Can we go? I don't want to look at this man. I don't want to look at her. I don't want right. to, because everything right now is just, it's too much for me. But then my mom, she had been doing some research. Well, he gave her some reading material and then she looked at it and she said, listen, this is not entirely bad. This is not bad at all. It's not bad. I know you're upset right now, but listen to, listen to the details. Listen. Right. And I did, I started looking at the description of it. Okay. Repetitive behavior, scared to look people in the eyes, right. Has certain interests, Mm -hmm. excels, excels in very, excels highly in certain projects if i'm explaining that right right and i started to see i'm like oh my gosh so this is why mm-hmm. this is this is why I, I i do this this is why i i prefer to be by myself this is why i have such a, a detail to to drawing well i'm also i'm also a drawer i to drawing to specific mm-hmm. subjects like right. with art with music with history mm-hmm. it's that my mom said this is not you can look at this as a hindrance or you can use this to your benefit because you're right. gonna you are gonna be just fine you're gonna be fine and my my life and podcast got started was right that's there yeah, that's definitely kicking to that for sure for sure my creators definitely want to yeah. hear that 
Okay. How I started off in podcasting was I was going to, um, I was going to poetry shows. I was going to poetry shows and I would be performing my poetry on there. And I was sharing my poetry all over Facebook and also do fictional writing. It caught the eye of a woman named Teresha Wade. And she is, she's an independent businesswoman, such as myself. I went on her show and she did an interview with me Mm -hmm. and we, it was an hour. And after we were done, she offered me a position as her intern Nice. and as I could have my own show on her platform. Nice. Now, the first show that I had, mm-hmm, I was very excited. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. This is going to be awesome. I right. can have my own show. I could do whatever I wanted with it. And I can like, you know, and we, me and Teresha, we made, we're, we became very good friends. Now, there was a lot going into podcasting. At first, I didn't know, I wasn't really familiar, like, with podcasting, okay? I had to basically teach myself how to, so I had to read the directions. I first started off on Blog Talk Radio. That is where my original show was. Okay. Now, I didn't, mm-hmm, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, definitely. No, 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 I know. I, no, I was I was definitely agreeing with what you're saying. Um, I wanted to interject and say, um, Definitely uh, the piggyback off of from your from your past and everything, because I'm, um, as many know, or you don't know, I'm a special education teacher. So, you know, I deal with. Right. Oh, my God. Right. So, you know, so I deal with. Really? Yes, I do. For the last nine years, I've been doing it. Um, I deal with many students, some that are high functioning um, autism kids, some that are low functioning. Mm -hmm some that are high behavioral and some that are not. And the one thing I always tell them is I always tell them of my story, which for me, I'm a former special education student. Right. And, you know, I went through a lot, you know, I, you know, bust my hump and bust my ass to be the person that you see in front of your face, but, you know, but it took a lot, you know, listening to my parents, you know, listening to the counselors, listening to whomever was wanted to help or generally wanted to help. And, you know, it's great to hear stories of people like yourself and myself and many others who came from that element and you strive through. So definitely I'm glad you're telling that to my creatives. And with your show, definitely let's go into your show, The Chronicles of She. Like, take us into, you know, definitely what it's about, what it's aiming for, what it's hitting for. Okay. Well, okay. Before I get into that i'm gonna st- i'm gonna tell you how it first started okay with the first with the first show yeah i did not start off i did not start off with chronicles of sheep my first show the original name was lady ink radio and it was geared nice. to it was geared to basically authors music oh um well it's real real team there oh actresses actors okay. i was doing that right now the way I was doing it was I was doing it through a computer. I used to have, um, I've, I still have it, but it's broken. Mm-hmm. So I had, <laughs> I started off doing it through my computer and it was, I would get like a guest here or two for like, like a month, like once a month and I would get their bios and I would like write down, ask them questions. Like I would really study it. Like, hmm, that's very interesting. I needed to talk about this with them. 
and like really get to know them. Because one of the things that I aim for as an interviewer is like, I want you to be comfortable within my area of expertise. And I also ask ahead of time, it's like, okay, is this person okay with this? Are you okay with me asking that question? Because I don't want you to feel like you are uncomfortable. So we get that out the way and we could get to talking. Now, I really thought that Lady Ink Radio was really, was geared, was geared towards something. I was proud of it. But behind the scenes, I was a mess. Mm. I was, you know, I was, was a strictly, mess. You a mess in what sense? Like, take my creators into that. Elaborate on that more. Because what we get confused with as creatives is, and, I, and, I, and, and I'm at fault too of it. Like, early in my, career, mm. my acting career, you know, I, fought, I thought I failed everybody because my acting didn't go to where I wanted to off the rip. But right nine times out of ten, you know, we could be very hard on ourselves. So definitely elaborate more on my creators or what you felt oh. was the mess. Speak, speak on it. Yeah, mess, mess. What the problem with me was, I was some. I had to have everything in control. But the problem with have trying to have everything in control is, is that you feel like there's no room for mistakes. And I made a lot of mistakes, and I had a mental. I was having like breakdowns here and there. Mm. I even ran into well. With with the recording process, it was very hard. I would do this. I would do the recordings mm-hmm. at the time of where the interview was supposed to be aired, so I would do it live. And when I would share it, it would get like one two plays. I really wasn't seeing my progress, and I was, I was basically blowing. I was blowing up angry mm. every other week. I was having like made. I was like having major meltdowns. I was okay. crying. I was yelling. And I would run to, I would go to my best friend's house and tell her, like, I can't do this. I can't. Like, I, I just want to throw it all away. Like, no one listens to me. No one talks to me. I had right. an interview where I was interviewing. I was inter- interviewing these three ladies. Mm-hmm. And it, mm. I had some technical difficulty. Mm. And they just left in the middle of the interview. And I was trying to get them back. Who's like, oh, we're sorry. It, it's not going to work. And I just really took that. I took it to heart, like. It's like, I'm finished. Mm. I'm finished. Like, I'm, they're going to tell everybody I'm a joke. And I just, oh, man, having a, pan, a mm. having a panic attack and trying to keep it to yourself is the hardest. It's the hardest thing. No, I got to do it this way. And one of my other friends, he even told me, he's like, you need something is easier because it seems like this site is not working for you. You need to go to Anchor. And I said, no, thank you, bro. I, I, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you for what you're doing for me, but I need to do it myself. But then a couple more months go by and things started to get better. Things started to get better. And see, this part of my story is very important. See, okay, because this is where is the biggest challenge that I've ever faced in my life. Mm-hmm. I became attached to a guest I had on my show. I won't say any names. I'm going to keep his name under wraps, okay? Okay. And... I get, well, it was, it was on, it was during the night. I get this message and it's about an up and coming writer. And I read his book right? and he was very talented and he was charming and we became very good friends. Like, it's like, you know what? I really want to help you. I want to help you branch out. Mm-hmm. Okay. You seem like a cool guy. Right. And he was very charming. He was very nice. Okay. Now I'm also going to make this clear. There was nothing romantic. There's nothing romantic here. Okay. No no romance whatsoever i had a man so he started introducing me to more people to get and having them on my show 
Right. He was also paying me to, he was paying me fees to be on my show. And he wanted me to be a part of his writing group. I became a part of his writing group and I had met his friends, his girlfriend, and they were very, it was nice at first. And I had him on my show for the first time. We were talking about um, the, like the black, black society and things were going well, but suddenly in the night, things took a very dark turn. He basically took over my show a bit. Like he was talking over people Oh, wow. And he even, one of my good friends, mm-hmm. she she was trying to discuss her book about how she designed her characters. Right. And he just kept talking over her and making assumptions. And mm. I just thought he was like, like, like he was kidding around. Mm. And after the show was over, my friend texted me. She said, do not have me on the show with this man again. He's rude. He's mm-hmm. really rude. No, I definitely want to like, like interject. I, I just hate, you know, I just hate hearing these type of stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when women in this, industry, you know, do everything in their power to, to work, you know, work hard and they have to work triple the amount, you know, quadruple the amount, which is kind of crazy. And then, you know, some men or males that are in this industry, or whatever, they take advantage of that. Or for that matter, um, abuse the situation where, you know, it doesn't need to go, you know, but I'm, I'm definitely, we're definitely glad that, you know, yeah. you're able to overcome it and you have your platform now. Now let's, let's definitely stick with the Chronicles of She, like, okay, take us into what's the aim for the platform in 2021. Take us into the aim. If you take, if you quickly put it in like a real small, small sense, like what's the, really the aim for the platform? Sure. I can do that. Okay. Fast forward. All right. Fast forward. 20, okay. 2019 comes. Mm-hmm. I was, after dealing with a long road of depression and after I dealt with a very messy, messy, messy breakup from my former ex, I decided it was time to revamp. Right. So I sat down with my boss and I said, well, and after much um, debating, I'm changing the show. I'm changing the ideas around this needs to happen. There's no more Lady Ink Radio. We're going to start this over again because Lady Ink was not me. So the new position for what the show was, it was going to be revolved around spilling tea, celebrity news. Right. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes of music artists, independent music artists. Right. True crime. Well, we do a little true crime here and there. I just wrapped up an episode with a friend who lost her son for Black Girl Magic. Okay. Black Girl Magic and spilling spilling tea. That was the sum. That was the sum of everything. Some of it. And okay. Yep. And with the with the podcast is it's not just tea. It's Hennessy because. Okay. If you think about it, like when you throw when you're talking about celebrities, it's like it's spicy. And Hennessy to me is spicy. And it's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite drinks. So we okay. sip it, we um we sip in tea, we spill in Hennessy, mm-hmm. you know, and that came a good slogan. Okay. Now, my first episode that I did mm-hmm. was on domestic the first episode I did was on domestic violence. Right. And it was a theme throughout January. Okay. I had about three women come on and talk about their stories. Right. And it was very good. Okay. I even put oh sorry, go ahead. No, okay, no, I'm no, I'm 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 agreeing and listening. No, definitely good. 
Oh, oh, okay, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was all right. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little hyper. I think I, I think I drank too much of that coke. Mm. Well, uh, I had three women come on discuss their stories. I even did, I even did um, a bit of a Q and A for um, about my breakup. Basically, okay. I did a story on it, like yeah. when you break, when you break girl code, mm. and it, it was, it was a good response. It was good. And it felt very real and raw. Like when you come on my show, you can be raw as you want to, as long as you're not being disrespectful towards mm-hmm. me. Like it's it's very it's open, and I felt good about it. Right. It got it got some good play. It got some good play. And right when March came around, mm-hmm. I began to work with another person. Her name is Ivy. Well, her name is Katie Corlinas. I have a hard time pronouncing her name. She reached out to my boss and she had, she had an artist that she wanted to have interviewed on my show. Mm -hmm. Her name is Nikki Owens. And shout out to Nikki Nikki, Owens. Shout out to Nikki Owens. I love her to death. She became a guest on my show. She's also been on my show twice and it was for women's empowerment month. And that episode did very well. Okay. And after that, I it's like I'm gonna keep this going. I'm gonna keep going with the tone of the show. Right. And I'm very happy about it. And now I'm doing it my own way. Nobody's controlling it but me. Okay. And the people that are behind me that want the best for me. Mm-hmm. So I began working more and more throughout May, and I started getting more artists on my show such as xl no sadie two. Oh, um, well, that's one of, hey that's one of my artists it's from the label from worldwide sound records hey, okay. love you notes yeah notes notes has been coming on my show he's been on my show like four times and nice. we always have a good time with each other nice coney brooks shout out to, shout out to coney brooks i know coney brooks be elise um, do you know B? I I know of I know of the artist. Not I can I, I won't say I know the person, but I know of the artist. Yes. No, of of the artist. Yeah. So I know you know of, about and the bass stay booming. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. I know of the I know of the track that that artist does, but I don't know the artist personally. Mm-hmm. So definitely, that's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely, let's go right into it. This is the final um part of the interview. Talk to my creatives about what would be your top three advice or motivational quotes. Mm, that's a good question. Hi, creatives. How Yo. you doing? Um, my three top mm, quotes. Mm, mm-hmm. Big quote one. Or advice. Um, Either one. I got, I got a couple quotes and I got some advice. Okay. Piece of advice number one: Be true to yourself. Right. And no, remember, nobody can do the things that you do because they're not you. Right. And always believe in yourself. Even if you fail, mm-hmm. you take it as a lesson. You put it towards where you're going because you, you're not going to get there without failure. Right. Because as I had to, I had to experience failure in order to get to where I am today. I'm still growing. And I I thank God every day for putting me in the position I'm in. Okay. And my two quotes, 
we can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Biggie right. Smalls. Right. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, man, we should know where to follow you at. But let everybody know where to follow you at. Let my creatives know where to follow you at as well. Absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram at Chronicles of She underscore series. If you want to hit me up in my email, I'm at Chronicles of She series at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at the Chronicles of She. I'm also on, oh, before I forget, my management is Chandler Business Group. That's where, where my show is aired on. You can catch my show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play. And BDE Music Network. I'm just happy right now. I've been looking forward to this all day. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. We're definitely glad to have you. You know what I'm saying? This is another edition of Cuts Podcast via Floss Magazine. You know what's up. This is the Ruger Spread. You know my soaking. I pound that chest. Come on, man. Yes. Yes, you know what it is. And we out. Peace. (laughs)